Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. This is Ty Green. 2024 is already full of surprises one of which is the BRICS membership. As we look at it relative to biblical prophecy in Revelation chapter 12 and chapter 13 as the rising multipolar global power that eventually destroys Mystery Babylon as the unipolar global power, we also know that it serves as a conduit in which the Antichrist rises through. But before it gets there, the ten horns and the ten crowns can be identified. We've already reviewed why this is of interest with the national animals of the main BRICS nation represented in Revelation chapter 13 verse 2. India with the tiger which is likened to a leopard, both Russia and China both have bears as their national animals, and Iran has a lion. Now, we're observing the membership count. This gives us an estimate on time because we don't have much time left before these begin to play out according to scripture in further detail. Meaning, once Revelation chapter 13 verses 1 and 2 are fulfilled, then expect verse 3 and so on. We're on track with the correct time frame as the event of Revelation chapter 12 begins the countdown with the wonders in the heavens that were mentioned by Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost, in which he quoted the prophet Joel. This is found in the Bible in Acts chapter 2, verses 17 through 21, and the book of Joel chapter 2, verses 28 through 32. Now, as we get back to the subject at hand, this rising multipolar global power has nine members. That's right, nine, currently, and not ten. This is currently the case as not every country that has received the invitation to join BRICS has accepted. BRICS already has Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Last year, invitations were extended to Iran, Ethiopia, Egypt, Argentina, the UAE, and Saudi Arabia. Arabia. We know that Argentina has declined as a result of their new president and his move to dollarize their economy. Now, keep in mind as we watch this that the unipolar global power described as Mystery Babylon and the multipolar global power described as a beast are the last two global powers mentioned in the Bible before the second coming of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, Mystery Babylon is destroyed and the beast, then led by the Antichrist, is fractured by the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ at the end of the tribulation and Israel's 70th week. So, Argentina's out. This leaves 10 members out of the expected 20 members as Apostle John sees 10 horns and 10 crowns upon his heads.
These ten crowns are associated somehow with the ten horns. From Daniel chapter 7 verse 24, we know that the ten horns are the ten kings. Revelation chapter 17 verse 12 confirms this as well. We have nothing more in regards to the ten crowns other than they are associated with the ten kings when Apostle John sees the beast rise up out of the sea, other than their number changes to seven crowns in Revelation chapter 12, verse 3. So something happens to change that number. Initially, we expect a 20-member multipolar global power to rise up, challenge Mystery Babylon, and serve as a conduit that the Antichrist rises through. Up to this point, it appeared that 10 members were solid, and that whatever the crowns were would be next to observe as we compare scripture. Iran has accepted the invitation to join BRICS. Egypt has accepted the invitation to join BRICS. Ethiopia has accepted the invitation to join BRICS. The United Arab Emirates has accepted that invitation to join BRICS. And by all reports up until recently, we believed Saudi Arabia had accepted the invitation. But during the World Economic Forum's big week in Davos, this report came out. Saudi Arabia's Minister of Commerce clarified that the country has not officially joined BRICS yet. And here's a quote. While Saudi Arabia has received an invitation to join BRICS, we have not formally accepted. Interesting. Now, this was on the sidelines of the ongoing Davos meeting days ago. The statement involves confusion following earlier reports by Saudi state TV claiming the kingdom had joined the bloc, which were subsequently withdrawn from social media. So they scrubbed it. The Saudi Arabia government still needs to provide additional details on the matter. Nonetheless, media reports have stated that Saudi Arabia is still contemplating the invitation due to the escalating geopolitical strains between China and the U.S. See, this is very big because the power of the United States dollar is backed by what? The petrodollar. And who's that controlled by? Saudi Arabia, since way back in the 70s. So once the rug pull happens, it's over for the unipolarity hegemony of the U.S. So far, Saudi Arabia has been supporting BRICS, even partnering in big investments and taking part in the BRICS de-dollarizing strategy by continuing trade deals outside of the dollar. But what's keeping Saudi from going all in? I think this is a clue right here. The Wall Street Journal asks the question, why would the kingdom join a block of nations hostile to the U.S.? Saudi Arabia and Israel have quietly been negotiating a peace deal that would be greased with a U.S.-Saudi defense treaty. So why is the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman putting that at risk by joining the BRICS group of nations? 
NBC shed a bit of light on this too. Inside the effort to create a far-reaching U.S.-Saudi-Israeli pact to end war, the U.S. and Saudi Arabia are pushing a broad plan, but a key issue is the creation of the Palestinian state, a step many Israelis are hesitant to take after Hamas's October 7th attack. I believe that something within this process will push Saudi Arabia over the edge, and then they will fully commit to joining BRICS. At the same time, Israel will be pushed into that scenario that ushers in their 70th week. We know this to be the case because the Bible warns us in Revelation chapter 12 that those wonders in the heavens are harbingers to Israel, that's the woman in travail, going into their time of trouble, and the rising of a multipolar global power which Satan, the dragon, possesses and uses it to move the Antichrist in position. Now, look at this, Bricks. Why has Saudi Arabia not yet joined the alliance? Sources have said that Saudi Arabia is still undergoing a consideration process. Moreover, they ensure that the country is assessing the benefits before a decision is made. When questioned on the process, Saudi Arabia's economy minister noted the kingdom's many multilateral platforms and multilateral institution for which it is involved. Whenever the kingdom is invited into one of them, it goes through a process that is a multi-step process and at the end of it, a decision is made, he stated. Right now, we are in a similar process, and I will comment on the end of it. Many have perceived the development to have come out of nowhere for the relations between BRICS and Saudi Arabia. However, its strong ties to the United States likely remain a key reason for the delay. You see that? Look at this. Saudi Arabia yet to officially join BRICS. Despite its invitation to join the bloc and current trade relationship with fellow nations, Saudi Arabia has yet to officially join the BRICS alliance. That is, according to the kingdoms, once again, that minister of commerce who spoke Tuesday in a panel at the World Economic Forum in Davos. And we see that quote again. So we're in the midst of a big change with Saudi on pause due to what's going on in Israel. Y'all seeing how this is coming together? Jacob heading into trouble, a rising multipolar global power forming up. But a key player is on pause because of what's going on in Israel and a unipolar global power trying to stay on top. So now it appears that officially we're at nine members of this multipolar global power rising, but not for long because we only have so much time. And we're going to get into that in another video. What we're looking at is Revelation chapter 13 verses 1 and 2 in the process of being fulfilled. And within the midst of this whole process, either before, during, or just after, this points to the fact that Jesus Christ is coming soon. Bible prophecy points to Jesus.
It serves as a warning and an encouragement. No Jesus, no peace. No Jesus, no peace. Jesus Christ is coming soon, so don't worry about how things are converging. And it seems like many things will happen around the same time, just like birth pangs. We're beginning to see why this analogy is used. But fear not, Jesus takes care of those that belong to him. And Jesus will deliver those that have their trust in him. If you belong to the Lord, draw near to him. And if you don't know Jesus, you need to be saved. Here's an encouragement towards a relationship with Jesus Christ. For believers, fear not, yet we have work to do. Jesus shared this word that as we watch, as he says in verse 37, we are not sleeping, but we are sharing the gospel. And salvation through Jesus Christ prepares the soul for that day of redemption. The Lord is coming for a harvest, and I want you to be there with the Lord when he appears. We are looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Tomorrow isn't promised to any of us. James 4 and 14 says, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. What we're seeing around us is a falling world due to sin and iniquity. All through scripture, we see the plea to turn from wickedness and accept the love of the truth in Jesus Christ, that he died on that cross in our stead. He paid the debt of sin that every person owes. After his death, he was buried, and on that third day, God raised him up as proof to the world that he is the Son of God and that God did certainly send him. It's proof that God takes sin seriously and there is a penalty. It's also proof that he made a provision for us should we accept it. It is a gift of God. Ephesians chapter 2, let's pick it up at verse 7. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For some of us, we don't see the need for the Savior until we need the Savior. We don't need saving until we need saving. We don't need Jesus till we need Jesus. Why does it even need to come to that? I know sometimes it does. For those that come to the Lord, we've all been there. So just come as you are. My favorite passage of scripture right here in Titus chapter 3, right here. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. We're a mess, but watch this. 
But after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared. See that? God loves us so much, he sent us a Savior. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Jesus Christ, our Savior. Man has an opportunity to be forgiven of sin by an act of a Savior sent by God. That being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Believe on Jesus. If you want to be saved, trust him in your heart. Romans 10. 9 and 10, that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Salvation is indeed a gift of love, a gift of God. Receive the gift. All right, I will leave it right there till we meet again. Live holy before the Lord. Love y'all. Shalom.